Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is a big question. The show that gives you too much information about your doppelganger. And how to kill them. How to hunt them down and find them. <laughs> because he's looking for you. Because you look just like <laughs> My name is Jessica Clemens. Uh, with me today is off-screen producer, Brandon Berry. Oh, don't sound so shocked. Well, I'm shocked because where are we? Where are we? Where are we? You might be asking yourselves that very question at home right now. Well, we're doing the BQ today from a very special location. That's right. This is the set for our new daily live show, The Break Room. Whoa, a new daily live show. It's actually premiering tomorrow on the channel right here in the afternoon. Oh my God, who's on uh, it? I'm gonna be on it. You're Jessica's right? gonna be on it. Uh, you'll see off-screen producer Zach on the show. You'll see Uncle Tommy Bechtold on the Uncle show. Tommy maybe some appearances from Philip Molina, maybe appearances from Whitney Van Langham. Who knows, all sorts of guests are gonna come on. It's gonna be great. This isn't you know, the permanent uh, BQ set at all. We're gonna have a new mm. BQ set eventually, but this is the break room set. You're getting a little preview right now, and we're so excited to be in person, no longer trapped Ooh. in our blue dungeons. Uh, we're, we're in touching distance, very safely, of course. <laughs> but yeah, what are they gonna see on the break room? What, what are we gonna talk about on the break room? Oh my gosh, we're gonna talk about all the nerd news and up-to-date stuff that you guys have been asking for. We are only here to bring you everything in nerd culture, whether that's in DC, MCU, Star Wars, Stranger Things, uh, everything. Everything. And we're gonna tell them about it every single yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, we'll be here every weekday. Uh, we're gonna interact with the chat a ton. We're gonna be doing, doing lots of fun stuff with the chat so you can talk to us. You can ask questions, we'll answer the questions. We're gonna have some fun every now and then. Some of it will be mandatory fun, uh, but it will be fun. So check us out every day here on the channel, streaming live. And if you missed the live stream, you can always watch it later uh, and catch up on everything so you won't miss a minute. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, check us out tomorrow as we go live, 3 p.m. Pacific. Maybe have to cut that out, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Very flexible. We don't know. Uh, sometimes things change. You don't know when another earthquake might happen. That's right. Check us out tomorrow, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, 11 p.m. <laughs> if you live in the UK. Uh, all over the world, you'll be able to watch us. Uh, so tune in and check that out. So today we're here with Big Question because that's what you guys are tuning in for. So what is our big question for today? Actually? I'm glad you asked, Jessica. I'm mm. glad you asked. Mm. Well, we finally got a trailer for Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, and with it came our first look at the back of Zeus. We didn't see the front of <laughs> Zeus. We saw the back of Zeus, as well as what we can assume is the pocket dimension home of all the Greek gods, Olympus. Wait a second, Jessica. Yeah. Didn't the Eternals like already establish some of Greek mythology yeah. that, that these space robots were the Greek gods, that they're the ones that were on MCU's Earth doing this, not the... The real gods mm. living in Olympus, like, right? Yeah. Isn't that what they did? Also, sorry, but side note, now that we could do this in person, I didn't notice how much you play a piano. I play a fake piano. <laughs> That's what keeps me on tennis, is playing a fake piano. Yeah. Jessica, can we ask this question? Billy Joel is shuddering right now. Oh. Stop it! He's gonna get his minivan, he's gonna come find me. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake! Deep cut. But aren't all the gods, like not all the gods, but most of the gods in Eternals technically the gods? Yeah, they kind of set that up, right? That yeah. like they were the legends that became the mythology to yeah. the people who lived on MCU's Earth. So that's what leads us uh, to this week's big question. How do the Eternals history and the Greek gods history fit into the MCU? Ooh, that's right? a great that's a good That's big a question to have. Question. So many of us uh, here at the New Rockstars office, we've been wondering how these two versions of Greek mythology would mesh together as soon as we saw those golden lightning bolts appear in the Thor teaser. Uh, because here come the Olympians, baby. They're coming into Marvel, finally. Uh, they've existed in Marvel comics for quite some time. Uh, the Greek gods and goddesses 
that we know in the real world are known as the Olympians in Marvel Comics. And it's very dissimilar to how the Norse gods uh, and goddesses are known as the Asgardians. Um, the Olympians live in a pocket dimension known as Olympus. Uh, you know, it looks a lot like the Mount Olympus of legend. Uh, and a lot of their history and hierarchy in the comics mimics that of our real, real world Greek mythology. That makes sense, yeah. So it's a lot like what we're learning about on Moon Knight with like the yes. Egyptian gods and the Ennead, right? Yes. And just like the Asgardians, like we said, uh, Marvel Comics was like, oh, these stories are already great. Let's kind of mm. port them over and explain them through our own comic ways, makes right? Sense. And we're super excited to have the pantheon of gods expand in the MCU. Uh, but we had a little film by the name of Eternals come out last year, which seemed to establish some of these space androids as part of Earth's mythology, specifically Greek mythology. So how is all this gonna mesh together? Jessica, let's see if we can figure that out by going through some of the Eternals and see where the confusion might lie. Uh, and let's begin with the head of, a, the new head of Eternal, of the, the Eternals here on Earth. Is Cersei. Oh, she's the boss now. Well, Ajax no, made is, the boss. She is definitely the head up, but now she she was sucked away. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. She's on her way to go talk to Arishem and get but judged. But she is, she is the aggressive. But she's the leader. She's the captain now. She's the captain now. I'm the captain now. She looked at, she looked at Ajax's dead body and was like, I am the captain now. These are my Eternals. I shouldn't do that voice. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I can do it. You can do it, Jessica. <laughs> Wait, stop. I can't, I can't, but... Hey, I am hey, the captain. Ajax. Look, at me. Look at me, Ajax. I am the captain now. <laughs> so when she was around during like uh, early history, dealing with human civilization, mm. you know, she was helping humans develop culture with her transfiguration abilities, mm. while the other offensive-based Eternals would wipe out deviants, right? That She'd usually let them do the fighting. That makes sense. She'd hang back and like change things into other things. <laughs> uh, she has a counterpart in Greek mythology, of course, Circe, spelled yes. differently. C-I-R-C-E. And Circe is a minor goddess, mm -hmm. sometimes referred to as like a witch. A witch! A witch! Uh, and she's most famous for her role uh, in the Odyssey, Homer's The Odyssey, right? She falls in love with Odysseus when he lands on her island and he doesn't want her to, she doesn't want her, him to leave. Uh, and she has this habit of when people wrong her, she turns them into animals. Oh. That kind of transfiguration ability, right? Like, yeah, yeah, Odysseus and his men, they wash up on the shore because they're on their way home mm. and they're like, oh, let's take a little break here. Oh, look at these animals running around. And they come to yeah. find out those were those people. people. Those, <laughs> those are people. people. Got it, got it, got it. So in Greek mythology, like mm. Circe, she's, like I said, she's a minor goddess. She's pretty far down from like Zeus mm. and his children, right? Um, and she was known, she was a, a goddess known for her abilities to make potions and work okay. with herbs. And she also had this magic wand that could like change people, okay. right? So this is more like our Cersei. Yeah, well, yeah. Except for the, the, the staff. Right, <laughs> right. So that's how like the similarities lie okay. between our the Cersei of the Eternals and like real world mythology okay. Cersei. Okay. Now the Olympians don't really have their own version of Cersei in the comics. Mm. Uh, so there's not gonna be much incongruence there, right? Mm -hmm. In fact, Marvel Comics has even retconned the comic version of Cersei so that in the comics she is the inspiration uh, for Cersei's action in the Odyssey. Oh, she like inspired Homer by what she was doing. That makes sense. That, they can do that so well. Right, right. They can do that so well and I'll give them that for Eternals and for Moon Knight. I'm just like, yeah. Historically it links up. It makes yeah, yeah. sense now. It makes sense. We all love a little crossover and this is the most major crossover that we can be given is history and fictional comics. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I think when the Olympians show up in the MCU, mm. they're not gonna be mad about Cersei. No, they're She's not, not pretending no. to be one of theirs. 
Uh, not one of their main ones, anyways. Yeah. She's like a lesser character, so she won't. They won't be mad about They'll that. They'll probably fall in love with her. They They'll probably like, will. Who wouldn't fall in love with Cersei, huh? Let me tell you, Gemma Chan, marry me. Marry Gemma Chan, if you're watching this randomly, I know some celebrities do for some reason. I'm, I'm here, baby. I'm here. If also, who else watches us? The founder of Reddit. Um, more specifically, Serena Williams, <laughs> if you're watching this, or your husband, the founder of Reddit. Serena, if you're lying in bed with your husband, you're watching this, uh, call Jessica, all right, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, husband, you're cool. You're Serena, cool. please, mama, baby, come in. <laughs> mama, baby, please. So Cersei's cool, I think. I no problem Cersei. there, that'll make sense. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's get to the, the big one that I'm sure is on everyone's mind. Yep. Fina, yep. right? Yep. Fina, as confirmed by Sprite in the Eternals films, uh, the Eternal we know as Athena was known to the people of ancient Greece as the goddess Athena, mm -hmm. uh, thanks to her work defending Athens from the deviants. Yeah. So that's like a literal tr translation, right? Yeah. These ancient Greeks, they see a goddess, what they assume to be a goddess, fighting yeah. these monsters, and they're like, oh, that's a goddess. And then Sprite's like, yeah, and her name is Athena. Uh, <laughs> her name <laughs> And I think the story is because she's defending Athens, they named her after Athens a little oh, bit. In, 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 yes. in the Eternals like mythology, right? Yes, yes, uh, yes. Now here's where the big problem arises, mm -hmm. right? We all know of Athena yeah. from like, you know, uh, Greek mythology. And there is already an Olympian known as Athena in Marvel Comics. She's the daughter of Zeus, and she was worshiped by the ancient Greeks and the ancient Romans. And in the comics, the city of Athens was actually named after Athena. That Athena. Yeah, the Olympian version of Athena, Okay. right? So it's like, there was a contest between her and Poseidon uh, and the people of the city chose Athena, and so they named the city Athens after her. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna be a little bit of a problem, right? Because, you know, the Olympians Ooh. are gonna show up and Athena is gonna yeah. look at Athena and be like, what are you doing? This is something that they'll have to fix once they get to that hurdle. Right. But I guess I guess in the movies, they don't really have to address... Well, because well, remember, Sprite is talking yeah. to uh, Dane Whitman, right? When he's in the he's in the uh, museum waiting for his girlfriend to get finished mm -hmm. with her class. He's looking at a statue and he mentions Athena, and then like Sprite's like, "Ugh, it's Athena," and they <laughs> yes. never get the face right, yeah. you know, something like that. <laughs> Uh, and he's yeah, like, what are you so talking that, about, girl? You're well, crazy. Well, I'm saying that Zeus's Athena doesn't need to be brought up, really, in the movies. Well, they, I mean, she's a, she's a big, pretty big part of, she's like, the huge. Olympians, right? Yeah, no, it's a huge... Uh, please don't skip it, but I feel <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they made such a point of it yeah. in the Eternals film. How could they not address it? So maybe that could be the joke. That could be the bit. Like, eventually, when we do see Athena, she's like... Well, I'm wondering if... my name. That, or if they do something like they did with Hela, right? When she's... When they had to kind mm -hmm. of retcon the Infinity Gauntlet that was it sitting in Odin's vault, mm -hmm. she walks by it at Ragnarok and she's like, oh, it's a fake. It's a fake. It's right? a fake. Are they gonna have the real Athena be like in a museum and be like, that's not me. That's that dumb that's robot that, that was pretending yeah, to be that's me. Athena, I hate her. Right. Well, I guess who's more, so the actual Zeus, uh, Zeus is Athena. Is she more powerful than Arthena? Well, she's a god, I get that, but is she like a warrior like Arthena? She is a warrior, she's like a powerful warrior, she's very strong, she has all the ability, all the Olympians okay. have like base god abilities, right? Yeah. And so do the so do the Eternals, but the Eternals are robots and they have to suffer through That's programming, true. right? That's true, so oh, that'd be sad. So the gods it. have more agency in a lot of ways. I could see them doing the museum type of trip right. and being like, oh, this is the fake one, this is the robot version of me. Like, right, right. Okay, I could see that. That'd be so sad because it just makes all of Thena's storyline kind of go I know. away. And she's already and got she's some already, issues yeah. with like remembering the destruction of other planets and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think your way would make sense and be fun, but I think 
over, like, I think they're just gonna act like Zeus is a thing that doesn't exist. Well, and we don't know why the Olympians haven't been coming down to Earth, yeah. right? So far, only the Asgardians are coming to Earth, mm -hmm. and Moon Knight has showed us that the Ennead doesn't come here anymore. They don't mm -hmm. come to our realm. They don't wanna deal with us because we don't worship them enough. Maybe the Olympians feel the same way, like, because Greek mythology has become so passe, it is not really worshiped anymore. They're like, we have no, we don't even want to be on Earth. It's not fun. We're, we'd rather hang out with aliens and like other gods and stuff. This place sucks. This place sucks. That's right, it sucks. Let's leave. <laughs> That's me. We out this bitch. We can actually look at the comics to get an idea mm. of how the Olympians and the Eternals might interact, right? Mm. So in the comics, Zeus winds up discovering Olympia, which is a little confusing. Olympus is the pocket dimension where mm. the Olympians live, okay. the Greek gods. Mm. Olympia. Yeah was the city in the comic books that was like the home base of the Eternals. Olympus right? is the pocket. Pocket dimensions. Olympia, Olympia is, is in like Washington a, State. Or <laughs> it's in Washington <laughs> State. It's a, the home base for the Eternals, right? <laughs> uh, so Zeus discovers Olympia and he goes there with his daughter Athena, mm -hmm. right? And they meet up with Zuras, who is the leader of the Eternals in the comic books, mm. and his daughter Azura. And they kind of come to this realization that they all look similar and have similar powers, like Zeus and Zeras, and then Athena and Azura. So they decide to make like this kind of non-interference pact between the Eternals and the Olympians. And, and the way this works, right? What? The way this works is that the Eternal, the Eternals would act as heralds on Earth on behalf of the Greek gods oh, for certain occasions, right? Got it, yes. So they kind of made this deal like, we won't interfere with each other, we won't call each other out, yeah. but the gods are basically, every now and then Eternals, pretend like you're us. Okay. Pretend like you're acting on our behalf, right? And so to solidify this pact, Azura changed her name to Thena to make it very easy to okay. like do the kind of crossover, right? Uh, and this is all according to the official handbook of the Marvel Universe, volume two, that came out in 1986, That came out right? in 1986. <laughs> right, right. So the comics have addressed this issue of okay. like the Eternals are very similar to the Greek gods and we need to make yeah. them get along. How are we gonna do that? So yeah. do we think they're gonna do something similar with the Olympians in the MCU? They'll they'll have said like, oh, don't worry, thousands of years ago we hashed that shit out. I could it's see, all good. well that would give more, and that gives so much more depth to make other things to be like, well, great. Now what other gods are just mimics of other right, gods right, that right. act like them? Yeah. It's like having the Avatar Moon Knight. It's like mm -hmm. being like, yeah, I'm down here, but like I'm not really there. I'm up here because I can't come right. down there. I don't have busy. time. Yeah. I'm too busy. I'm Zeus. Well, and that, that makes sense, right? They, the they kind of portray it in this very short clip we got to see, right? Mm -hmm. Olympus look in the trailer looks like a baller place. Like it looks like Disneyland, right? Yeah. It looks like a party and there's all these shows. This it's bright and it's happy. And maybe like the Olympians were like, we just want to party. We don't want to defend Earth anymore. And that's when the gore comes yeah. through and just slaughters yeah, yeah. Exactly. all of them. Because like <laughs> he like maybe he like off uh, outsourced their job to the Eternals. He saw the Eternals were already oh, on Earth, okay. already doing all this hard work, and they see maybe like and maybe the Olympians honestly, know they're robots. Honestly, Gore could be like. Why are you making them why, work? Why are you making these why robots making work these for you? Work? Christian Bale's coming through. Just, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. slaughtering all of them. That'd be insane. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So I, want. I think that's a good way to like kind of hash this out is be like, oh, the Olympians saw that the robots were already doing it. And they're yeah. like, they're fine. They're fine. We don't need to go to we Earth We don't need anymore. to go to And they're literally just partying. They're just partying. They're just partying. Yeah, 100%. Well, and also in the comics, the Olympians and the Asgardians, they like fight a lot. They like go head to head because they're kind of very similar. Yeah, 
So maybe they're like also too busy dealing with the Asgardians. They're like, they're like we we got to deal with these other gods. We don't care about. Finally made sure they were gone, yeah, and yeah. now they came back to another small town. Like yeah. ah, we're just we forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. I still I I see yours more so happening. I'm still on that train that that scene that we saw with the back of Zeus's head is literally on just one of those ships that are coming in that's like on a party cruise, <laughs> and it's just like a theatrical performance, <laughs> and the background is right, just right. like just like a drop of like. The look at the skies and Zeus and the Greek gods or whatever, and I'm just like, this ain't real. None of this is real. This is an <laughs> None actor. of this is real. This is an actor. It's gonna be Christian Bale playing Zeus. Right. Uh, but I, yours seems more plausible. Well, I like your reasoning though that Gore is gonna see what they're just partying and not doing their job and be like, you oh. gotta die. Triggered. You gotta die. Literally triggered. It's yeah, gonna yeah. be like my family, my people. Cross deserts right. for you, and you guys are just partying. Yeah, you guys are just partying. Doing shots. Yeah, I taking love shots to off do the shots. ice luge. Come on. Gore's like, yeah. give me that. <laughs> Gore's like, I want to be dead. My family's dead. Give me that beer bar. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. That let's makes hope. sense, right? Let's hope. All right, well, let's take a moment and talk about Hercules, the neglected son of Zeus. Hercules, 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 Hercules. Hercules. He had a lot of appearances in Marvel Comics over the years, most often interacting with Thor, sometimes battling with him, sometimes battling against him. We used to be best buddies, and now we're not. I wish you would tell me why. They kind of like, you know, they're, they're both kind of forgotten sons or spoiled sons who like have dad issues. 100%. So like they would fight a lot. And uh, like sometimes like Odin would pit Hercules against Thor to teach him a lesson and like all this crazy stuff. I can't. Uh, I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't yeah, yeah. need this weird daddy. <laughs> yeah. But Hercules, he also had a stint as an Avenger. Like mm -hmm. he was an Avenger for a while. And mm -hmm. most recently he fought alongside the Guardians of the Galaxy oh. in the comic books like last year. You could argue that the Eternal Gilgamesh shares a lot of similarities with Hercules. Mm -hmm. You know, they're both very strong. They're both mm -hmm. powerful warriors. 100. But Gilgamesh has a mythological counterpart in the hero Gilgamesh. Wow. <laughs> oh, makes sense, right? Who's Mes he's a Mes he's part of Mesopotamian mm -hmm. mythology. So I don't think there'll be much confusion there between like Gilgamesh and Hercules. Yeah, 100. Uh, but do you think we will see Hercules I hope. in Thor Love and Thunder? We have to address he's Hercules. He's gotta show up, We right? have to address him eventually. If they all get slaughtered, I want Hercules to be the last one right. standing. I want Hercules, I want oh, him- Oh, to be the last of the Olympians. Yeah, last of oh. the I want him to be the last one left. I want him to either not be there or be the only one successfully that gets away. Right. Uh, but I also think that scene wouldn't be addressed until the post credits. Yeah. Like it wouldn't, you wouldn't see it then. But he's also like half, half God? Yeah, he is half god. So it's even better storylining. Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot. Because Zeus, uh, you know, Zeus wasn't faithful to his wife. I'll tell you about it. Uh, most of his yeah. children have different mothers, <laughs> and yeah, Hercules was like not allowed in to mm -hmm. Olympus and like exactly. kept out, and it, it gives him a lot of resentment. I think we talked about this briefly, maybe me or me and Zach or me and John, someone that works at the Rock Stars, <laughs> about how uh, if Hercules did show up, he would have more in common with um, Chris Pratt's character, right? Yeah, and yeah. being like. We're both half gods. Like, right, right, right. I'm half god. And then Thor's just standing there like, you guys stop being friends. Like, well, this is, I hate this. Yeah, yeah. I hope that their history exists, mm -hmm. like Thor and Hercules' history, because it would be, Hercules seems like the one person to make Thor look like a punk, right? Yeah, exactly. The, the way like Thor shows up and now like Star-Lord's like, oh, nobody likes me anymore. Like, I could see Hercules being that for oh Thor, where he, he feels like second banana to Hercules because he's like this big tough Who would dude. Who player Hercules? Well, I want them to just bring the rock back. Oh like, my God. let the rocks Hercules be canon <laughs> and bring him in. 
And just have I The love, Rock be Hercules. I, I love The Rock would be playing Black Adam and, and no one no would to play Hercules. He's like, I want to play gods. I mean, I don't be so strong gods. if you don't want to play, play gods all the time. That is right? also true. He's built to play a god in a movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I really hope it does show up because they've already established, right, that like Kingo was hanging out with Thor mm -hmm. and they would party. So I I think Hercules has got to show up, even if it's just for yeah. a minute. Maybe they're holding it in their back pocket for later. If you're going with Thor and you have all this history, it's like you're going to have to address this eventually. And it's they're going to address it. They're going to address it. I hope so. Okay, well, let's talk about Makari now, my right? My girl! My girl, Makari. I think uh, fan favorite for Eternals. Definitely a for fan Eternals, favorite. Fan Her and Druid like, came out on top for sure. Truly, they were like the best truly. part. Truly. Makari is, of course, the speedster of the Eternals, and she has a comparable Olympian in Hermes, the messenger yes, of the gods, I mean. right? Uh, he was another secret son of Zeus. Uh, who was well-renowned for his speed. Like, when his mom was trying to take care of him on Earth, he would keep, like, running out and stealing, stealing cows and stuff. Yeah. Uh, many times in the comics, Hermes and Makari get confused for each other, especially during the Trojan War. Mm. So if we see a Hermes dashing around Olympus, do you think he's going to have something to say about Makari getting credit for a lot of his actions? Okay, so my whole thing, and I'm not a mythology expert. <laughs> Let me say that first. Is Hermes really gonna be as fast as Makari? Well, they have like raced in the comics a lot, and I think and they're pretty much the comparable same. in speed, right? I just but Makari has done some incredible things yeah. in the comics in terms of speed. And it might be one of the fastest people in the comics. Maybe the only one faster being like the runner, who I think the runner never slows down ever mm -hmm. and can just like run through time and stuff. That's why. But I'm Makari like, might be faster than Hermes. I think she's also, built different. <laughs> She's built different. Also, if Hermes hasn't come down and is just literally playing messenger for the gods, right. Makari's been everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that doesn't really translate to like, who would win in a fight? It's more so like, I'd be rooting for Makari over yeah. Like uh, a lot of times in the comics, uh, you know, because the Eternals were there throughout history, mm -hmm. they would do stuff and the people would just be like, oh, that's Hermes, because I know who Hermes is. Yeah. Like the people of ancient Greece had no idea who Makari was. Yeah, like, what is this? And they what both had like helmets and stuff, so they were often confused. Mm -hmm, but true. I don't think like Hermes really cared. That's also true. Like, he it's just like, was like, oh, I still get the credit, if, even if it's someone else doing it. Yeah, Hermes is like, we're both fast. Right. And yeah, I feel like with Hercules and Thor, it'd be a really much like a show-off competition yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. who's the best. But with her, with Hermes and Makari, it'd be like, we both do this. <laughs> we, both, we, both, we both do we the both fast We both run thing. fast. <laughs> we both run fast. Look at us, running fast. Look at us, look at us running fast. <laughs> Who would have thought? Not me. Running fast from war. <laughs> That's what you're doing, Hermes. I see you. Then, of course, we have the eternal Fastos, the mm. great builder. Uh, he, too, has a Greek god counterpart in Hephaestus. Hephaestus? Hephaestus? I, call, Hephaestus. I always say Hephaestus. I like Hephaestus. We're going to go with Hephaestus. The Olympian Hephaestus was worshipped by the ancient Greeks and Romans as the patron god of blacksmiths. And he made all the weapons and armor for the other Greek gods yeah. in Olympus, right? That was his job. Hephaestus was another son of Zeus, but was actually the son of Zeus and Hera. Uh, so good job, Zeus, for having at least one kid with your wife. Uh, but Hera, Hera tossed Hephaestus out of Olympus as a child because he was crippled and he was raised by someone else. Some of the stories have it being like Zeus actually got him out to protect him from Hera. I don't know. Either way, they kicked him out. Uh, <laughs> Either way, they kicked him he's out. He's raised by someone else, but he eventually makes his way back to Olympus, so he gets he gets put in with the other, yeah, the Olympians. As far as I can tell, he doesn't have much interaction with Fastos the Eternal in the mm. comics, other than like Fastos would get mistaken for Hephaestus much like Makari would get mistaken for Hermes when they were like doing stuff in Greece. I think this would be a case where like Hephaestus would be pissed 
for Fastos getting all the credit the for credit building for stuff. like building all my shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would be absolutely. And then maybe he it. saw the nuke go off and he was like, "Oh, that was yeah, amazing. Yeah, 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 that was yeah, Festus. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was Festus. That was Festus. That's also your boy Festus would never do that. That's also true. We need to keep track of how many times that he unfortunately killed a bunch of people. Right. Um, in the name of. More. Building I stuff, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah. And also, he wasn't trying. He was like, okay, first off, he's building stuff. He was uh, hired to build stuff. Right. And he thought, like, he, it just, like, the well, mindset of a god of being like, yeah. I'm doing this for us. And it's like, I didn't think you were going to do it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, splitting the atom was important for uh, human scientific yeah. development, but also incredibly it, dangerous. Uh, in the wrong hands. We learned in it too soon. Hands. Too quick. Too quick. In too quick to hands. learn that. So, how many things has he made that actually damaged the world where Hephaestus would be like, hey, <laughs> well, I don't want that. Cause then it's also, they're still gods. So they're gods because yeah. they're being worshiped. So if you're being worshiped for the wrong reasons or not like worship for the wrong seasons, but if you're doing the wrong things, it's like what's gonna, it's gonna make people stop believing yeah. in that God and be like, I don't trust this one. <laughs> I think you're right. Cause like Hephaestus is mainly building stuff for other gods. Yeah. And I, th I bet he's pissed that like Fastos is sharing stuff with humans. With humans and if, especially if that gets human development beyond the point of believing in gods, then like maybe the Olympians lose power because of it, because they don't have the worshiping power anymore, Yeah, that's right? true. That's 100%. So I, I could see him being really pissed at Fastos for being like, yeah. Why? Why were you helping the humans so much? You, well, you like develop them out of believing that's in us. Not that's not what we do. Not, we keep them off, in their place. First off, <laughs> sir, that's not what we do. Uh, what did they say? Uh, I help those who help themselves. Yeah, yeah. And it's true. <laughs> Hephaestus gets away with it because he's giving it to the gods. So right. it's like once it's in their hands, it's in their hands. Whatever happens mm -hmm. after that, it's the gods. Yeah. You can't blame humans for what the humans did. It's like, well, you handed the humans this, yeah. and this is what the humans did. So this is how I try to get out of situations. I'm like, I'm I just like human. That. I like <laughs> it. I'm just human. I make mistakes. <laughs> I make mistakes. Finally, we'll discuss two more mm -hmm. uh, of the Eternals that kind of have Greek mythology counterparts. Okay. You have Icarus and Ajax, My right? Uh, both the Eternals, Icarus and Ajax, have counterparts in Greek mythology, but they're mm -hmm. not gods, so they don't really have like Olympian counterparts. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, Icarus is similar to Icarus, the son of Daedalus, who built the labyrinth. Uh, and of course, Icarus is known for flying too close to the sun with his wax wings and they melted. And then our android Icarus flew into the sun and is maybe dead, maybe <laughs> not, who knows? Probably still alive. Probably still alive. Um, A robot walking on the sun. Might as well be walking on the sun. Because of the eternal Icarus, right? He could fly, people thought he was Icarus. It's, it's a good comparison. Mm -hmm. Understandable. Uh, Understandable. And then the former Eternals leader Ajax is similar to the powerful Greek warrior known as Ajax the Great. But again, Ajax the Great was not a god. He was just like another figure. Yeah. He shows up in the Iliad. So I don't think the Olympians are going to be pissed about Icarus and Ajax. I they're not if, taking any of the thunder. If anything, they're going to be like, why were these two your leaders? Yeah, yeah. Why did you choose the <laughs> lame ones? Why did you choose the yeah, lame yeah. ones? Uh, Pick the big guys. zero sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going to be yeah. so confused. So that won't, be a, that won't be a problem there at all. No, I think that's fine. How do we think the similarities between the Eternals and the Olympians are gonna be explained away in the MCU? How, do, how are they gonna explain this in Thor Love and Thunder? What you said really resonated in me of like, when they do come down, the bigger ones, they'll just like, like the museum of like, ugh, this is my dog. <laughs> it's fake, this is a fake. It's a fake. I, I think that would be the way to handle yeah. it, of being like, no, we had them come to Earth to play us for you guys. <laughs> I mean, I understand that it's kind of like a trick, right, right. but it's like, it, it would give, it, it give us more reason and also to be like, oh, if we thought those guys were strong, these guys yeah, yeah. are stronger. Yeah, yeah. Like, and if we're already seeing that in Moon Knight with the avatars, it's just one level from right. that. So you're you're just just it's just a little bit just a little bit of going higher. Yeah, I love this idea we kind of came up with where it's like, yeah, they don't care. 
they what the earthlings believe. Like, who cares if they thought an eternal was a god? It's like, eh, it still works for them. They got bigger mm -hmm. fish to fry. I don't care what us puny earthlings are doing. They're kicking back, eating ambrosia, drinking nectar, having yeah. the time of their Taking lives. Taking those shots until Gore the God until Gore kicks comes down out. that it's door. Like, you ain't been doing your job, guys. My I'm family's here. dead. My family's dead, and my, I'm pissed. And I'm pissed. How'd you get up here? <laughs> Who <laughs> How led did you, you through the it? gates? How yeah, did how you get you, tickets? You gotta have <laughs> reservations to come to Olympus. What are you doing <laughs> That's here? That's the first thing Hermes says, oh, you're not on this list. I can't let you through. <laughs> gets immediately Gore's like, oh, what about this? Yeah! That sword. Yeah. Here's my g invitation. Oh, have you ever been shanked? Because that's what's going <laughs> <laughs> You think the Olympics are going to stick around post Thor: Love and Thunder, or do you think they'll all get wiped out? I, I think they all get like wiped out, except mm, for Hercules. That's except I want. Hercules. That's a theory, a very big theory, a rogue theory on big question, but also <laughs> nonetheless a theory I really want to happen. Um, you can have all of them in there, but it doesn't show how important they are if there's like a million of them, whereas you can have just one. Right. And I think that um, Rick Ryder. Like, mm. of just being like, this is the last man left that has the mind of right. literally this entire, their entire people civilization. Yeah, yeah. So I think having that one person be Hercules is such a good idea. And Hercules like is so fun. You can have him do all the things against any of the strong. Right, it right. doesn't just have to be uh, Thor. It could also be like any of the other Eternals. Like he could fight he Harry could fight Styles. <laughs> he could be like, hey, come over here, let me choke you. <laughs> Hey, on, let me rip out those robot guts. I, I think Hercules has to be the last one standing. Okay, Definitely. I like that. I like that. It would be fun. Or Athena. I guess the Athena mm. one would be fun the mm. way you said it. Maybe Athena and Hercules can hook up and <laughs> they just come form in. a life together. Oh, that's what. That's, that's all beautiful. I want. That's and beautiful. I want Gilgamesh to come back. <laughs> Is that a spoiler? Did he die? Yeah. I forgot. You, his scene was actually sad. I know, it was I in forget. the forest. Oh, yeah, Because he was yeah. fighting so hard that's for right, her. That's right, that's right. You are a monster. I'm a monster. I can't believe, Gilgamesh was my favorite part I of that forgot. damn movie. I think my mind got wiped too much by No Way Home. I think I forget too much Oh, now. that's true. I forget too much. <laughs> we got some merch for y'all. We got merch for you. Keep your eyes peeled for the release of some very cool Multiverse of Madness merch over at newrockstarsmerch.com. Especially watch out for the limited edition latest obsession shirt. I don't think we have one here. That's normally next to me, but not today. <laughs> but you can look it up online at newrockstarsmerch.com and buy it. They always knock the design out of the park for those shirts, and buying one directly supports us, me and Brandon, here at New Rockstars. And before we dive into our bite-sized questions next, let's give a little shout-out to our sponsors that help us bring Big Question to you. Big wireless providers always get you with a catch. The cool thing about Mint Mobile and their premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month is that there isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you and me. We've got a few folks at New Rockstars <laughs> who switched to Mint Mobile, including our editor, Riley, and myself, who loves it. Me and Riley both use Mint Mobile, and we save so much money. He kept his phone and his number and is saving a bunch of money every month. For everyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just $15 a month. $15 a month. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or for your family. And at Mint, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month, that is a good price. And get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash big Q. That's mintmobile.com slash big Q. It'll probably be under here. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash 
Big Q. A little life hack that super rich families have used to safeguard their money for decades is their art collections. The Rockefellers art collection sold for over $800 million in 2019, which was far less than they spent building it. So what if you could invest in the same art they did and use this wealth hack for yourself? Now you can with Masterworks. It's the first platform where you can invest in masterpieces by legends like Picasso, Banksy, and Basqua. Did I say that right? Basqua? That shows how little I know about art, but the people at Masterworks know a ton about art. They let you invest in just a portion of these paintings so you can get all the upside of art as an investment without the high cost. It's also pretty cool to say you've invested in some Banksy. Masterworks was founded by a top art collector and tech entrepreneurs, and they've been hustling to gather a bunch of cool art so you can get in the game with all those billionaires. This sounds like a genius idea to us, and we're not the only ones, as over 400,000 people have signed up for Masterworks. The Big Question audience can skip their wait list. Just go to masterworks.art slash bigquestion and see important Regulation A disclosure at masterworks.io slash cd. Again, that's masterworks.art slash big question. All right, and now we are ready for our bite size Ooh, question. Ooh, bite size <laughs> questions. <laughs> hey, Brandon. Mm -hmm. uh, asked by Manscaping Pancakes on Discord, how long would Nebula have survived on the Benatar with no food or water if they had never been rescued? Uh, okay, so we're talking about, uh, this is an end game at the very beginning of end game, if you remember. It's just Tony and Nebula. They're on the Benatar yes, after yes, the yes, destruction yes, yes, of the yes, planet. Yes, yes. They're waiting. They can't get the ship started. It's, they're slowly running out of food and water. What's gonna happen, right? Well, while a lot of Nebula's body has been replaced by machinery, we do know that she needs to eat still, right? Because if you remember uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, she claims to be hungry and she tries to eat that yarrow root. That is true. And they keep going like, oh, it's not ripe yet. Yeah. Uh, and if she was just like faking it, I don't think she would try so hard to eat the root, right? She was trying really She hard. was definitely hungry, right? She yeah. needs food. She still has organic parts to her. And if she needs food, she probably needs water as well, right? Yeah. So we, we would assume she can't just like live forever on her robot parts. So in Endgame, when they're on that immobile spaceship, the Benatar, it's clear that her cybernetic will enable her to last longer than Tony, right? Remember Tony tries to give her water and she's like, no, 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 you're all human. You need to take mm -hmm. that water. I, don't, don't be wasting it on me. Now, I, I looked into it and there's some different info out there as to how long a human can go without food or water. But it seems like a few survival guides seem to indicate that the average human can go 30 to 40 days without food. That's uh, impossible. That's a long time, right? That's I can barely real. go a couple That's hours real. without That's food. That's not real. It's false. No way. No. Uh, I will literally. Maybe, I will. I will kill. I you. will literally. Eat, yeah, I will start eating the ship. Yeah. I will start. Day three, I'm gonna eat whoever I'm with. Let's just say that. <laughs> day three. Day three. I'm hungry. Day three. Okay? I'm, I'm day hungry. three. I'm gonna eat someone. I'm gonna eat someone. Uh, day three. We may need to start eating some of the crew. I recommend we start with Tommy. He's young and succulent. Ah. Oh. I mean, Yellow Jack has showed us we can't go that long without food. Uh, <laughs> But when it comes to water, like you might be able to go a while without food. Not me, but you might be able to. Uh, but when it comes to water, it, that's a very dire situation, right? A human needs water within like two to four days. Mm -hmm. There have certainly been situations where humans have gone longer than that, but plenty of people die of dehydration after two to four days. And I would not recommend trying <laughs> to push pack past that point, okay? Someone watching Big Question right now is like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna prove so that's, wrong. You don't know me! You don't know me! That's Tony, right? Two to four days, without water for Tony's gonna kill him. Now, Nebula is originally a lufamoid, which is a humanoid alien species. And now why we don't know the water and food needs for a lufamoid, right? Uh, whatever parts of Nebula's body are still organic lufamoid, 
it's gonna need food and water at some uh -huh. point, right? So I would guess that Nebula could maybe survive twice as long as Tony with her metabolism being slower and her having like, she's getting, there is power in her robot parts. Remember she, yeah. she was able to like wire herself up and uh -huh. use the lasers on the ship, right? Uh, so she has internal power, which maybe could be converted into, you know, ca caloric energy or something. But mm -hmm. like, that's gonna run out and her organic parts are gonna die without water. So I, my, my best answer for this is like, if Tony can go to two to four days without water, she can go four to eight days without water. True. But eventually Real she's talk. gonna die too. So if Captain Marvel hadn't showed up uh, and saved them, she, they both would have died eventually. I see yeah. that. Pretty pretty like, depressing, but that that's, is depressing. that's the also, best that's guess I can That's a really good with. question also because it's like, oh yeah, she could probably technically go yeah. a little bit longer, but not fully. She's not, not a full yeah, robot. Yeah, she's got organic parts and part of her brain is still organic. It's going to die away and, yeah. you know, the robot she's parts. Still, yeah, she's, and also even if she did have like a robot stomach, it's like she still needs the power of yes. the human parts yeah, yeah. of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is totally. going to die away. Okay, second question is from Sam on Discord. If you could pick your ideal lineup for MCU's initial X-Men team, mm. who would the member be. And when you asked me this question, I was a stupid idiot and I kept putting in people that were technically on the team for maybe like 20 minutes, like Mystique. Uh, you could do that. I think yeah, that's fair. That's what I was, well, and then, uh, okay, I was talking to someone and they were immediately like, well, that was only in the movies. And I was like, uh, well, okay, well, this is our, this is the movies, right? The MCU well, is true. the movies. That is true. That is we're true. We're going to make our dream team, okay, for the initial lineup. And I think to make it fair, we're going to go by like initial X-Men team rules, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're going to pick five team members for your X-Men team. Professor X is gonna be there. He's yeah, all time QB, know, yeah. right? He's the leader. Clearly Who are the five X-Men that, that show up first? And these could be any mutants you want. I said, well, this is initial. So this is like the first, This is right? the, the introduction to the MCU. Ignore the other movies You only that came get out. five, yeah. You ignore only, the movies that came out. MCU proper, you only get five X-Men. Storm has to be one. Boom. Storm has to be one it. for me. Okay. Uh, second that has to be there is Beast. Okay. Because I think okay. you still need that person Is your there. Beast, Transformed, or is he human beast, or is he beast beast? Trans he's beast beast. We don't got time for human beast. beast. I don't got time for human beast. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, give me, okay, that, give okay. me that hair of beast. And then these are the three that I was like. These are tough. These, these are, are tough. these can uh, kind of kind of come and go. Darwin, and this is mm, me coming you love back Darwin. to the you original love Darwin. because he. After he did not get the rightful death he deserved. Whoops! Whoopsie! I started getting so into Darwin. They did him and dirty. Was like, this man back in there they did him and dirty. give him, give it back, give it back. Now put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. Okay, and then I did Iceman oh, because Bobby Iceman's Drake. also like it, very like it, fun, like very fun. And this is where I'm a little. It's between Rogue or Gambit for me, mm -hmm. and I think I'd probably lean Gambit. Oh, uh, we need to see a Gambit. We need yeah. to see a live action Gambit. So I think it's just get Gambit. Channing Tatum back in here. <laughs> yeah, he wants to be. He wants to be Gambit. We want to see Gambit dancing. Yeah, I want it to be smooth, and I just oh, gambling like crazy. <laughs> oh baby, okay, that's a good team. Here's here's my team, okay? Cyclops. I mean, you can't. You can't. My boy and you Scott, aka aka can. Slim Summers. He gets a bad rap all the time, right? You gotta have Cyclops. You can and He's you so don't. Good. You don't and you do. He's so good. I'm. Um, I, you can. Miss you me can do Cyclops. him right. You, you can, can do him. Maybe right. that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe I need to disattach. No. Well, the I astonishing X Men run that was written by Redacted. We're not gonna say his name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Redacted. Scott Summers in the Astonishing X Men is awesome and okay. is so well done. Okay. And I think you. I think you can okay. get there again. Okay. Second. Mm. Jean Grey. I mean, you gotta have Jean Stop. Grey. You, I, I either get Emma I Frost get or Jean Grey, okay? Jean Grey then. Then I'm I will take Jean, Jean Grey. I'm gonna now, take Jean They don't Grey. need to be together. They don't need to be in a relationship, but you gotta have both of them. Okay. You gotta have both of them, okay? Now my third. 
This is going to be controversial. This is going to be a, a this is I an MCU wait. swerve. Please don't. Magneto. No, that's fine. Start Magneto as that's a good 100. guy. That's 100. Younger than that's Xavier, 100. not contemporaries. We're not. But Xavier's almost like a father to him, right? So and we're not doing first him. class. We're not doing first class. You're going before first I'm going class? before. This this is MCU. This MCU is can MCU, rewrite MCU. the rules, right? This is MCU. Start Eric Lencher off as like a good guy yeah. who just like can't 100. take it. He's a Kylo Ren, baby. He breaks bad, you know? 100. That, that's my third. That's I'm fine my third, with okay? That. I'm completely fine with that. Four, my girl, Jubilee. People hate on Jubilee, but she is strong. She you is said powerful. This before this, you were like, Jubilee. I love Jubilee. Jubilee. Uh, get her in there. I want to see some Jubilee. I want to see, let's make it happen. Let's get some Jubilee okay. going. Okay. Now for my fifth one. This is a tough one, the fifth Who one. Who you your fifth? I also, think, imagine the team you just get, you put I know, out. You I know. chose a lot of people that don't really work well together. I know. Well, they're, they're going to have to learn to get along. That's that's the heart of the X-Men. You got to learn to be a team. You got to learn to get we'll along. Talk. You got to learn to play together. You got to learn to be nice. I think for my fifth, Team member. I mean, you took Storm. I like Storm a lot. Yeah, Storm has to. Storm think, and Beast for me always have to. I think you kind of teased this earlier and you didn't go with it, so I'm gonna steal it now. Juggernaut. I did say this. I but did say Juggernaut, this. I took it out. Have Xavier's brother on the team. Yes. You know, and uh, you know, so he's got two potential people that could break bad. Maybe they they break off from the original team mm -hmm. and form the Brotherhood of Mutants, right? So yeah, that's that's my initial run. I wanted to be clear. I did mention it, <laughs> she and then did I try took and take all it, the bad people you know, off my team because I thought him. we were doing. You left them there. I'm an idiot, and I should. And I. No, you have a good team. I like well, your team. Well, I when it comes to like who you want to marry in the X Men universe, <laughs> it is Juggernaut is my number one, and then Beast is my number two, mm, okay. uh, and then Storm. And then <laughs> and Storm. Then we all want to marry Storm. Yeah, uh, marry. But those are good teams, and I would watch. We can't wait for the X Men mm -hmm. to show up in the MCU. One hundred. But now it's time oh. for. Oh yeah. Oh sorry, I forgot we have no, our okay. box of scraps. All right, you ready? Yes. The box of scraps. 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 I can't. Oh my God. What is that? You want me to give yeah, you the you, box of scraps? Yeah, you give us the box of scraps. When have you ever encountered your doppelganger in real life? Mine, I've never encountered, but they're. Well, I've never more, encountered my doppelganger. They're very much more successful than me. Well, so my <laughs> doppelganger existed in a weird time period. If you guys remember the first Purge film that yes. came oh, out, oh, absolutely. There was a, a young man in that Purge film. Uh, who I guess bears a slight resemblance to me. And then I think he was also on Parenthood, the TV show. Yeah. But I would be, <laughs> yeah, I would be like do. in a grocery store yeah. and a, uh, a middle-aged woman would like look at me Are and then like think the for purge? a second. Or think I'm the boy from Parenthood who has Asperger's, but I'm clearly older than that yeah, child. They would look concerned, like, are you okay? And then it's like, I'm not the kid First from the off, show you're also, thinking of. I keep going to The Purge, but that movie came out in like 2012. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, that's what I'm, I'm talking about, a I'm long time ago. I'm much older than that child. But I was already much older than that child at the point, but they were like, this looks like you as a little kid. Uh, I also <laughs> I also get told- specific graph. I know, it was so weird, and it was just like, the, the Purge was hot when it first came out, mm -hmm. right? And so 100. for those two months, it was just happening all the time. And it's like, I'm not this kid. Uh, and then I get told I sound like Vince Vaughn. I don't hear it, but I get told that like all the time. So those are my doppelgangers. Vince Vaughn. The actor, Vince yeah, Vaughn. I'm thinking of, oh, 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 you do. Oh, okay. Oh, you I can't do. hear it because you can't hear your own voice. You know, it's in your oh, head and yeah. it, it sounds weird. Oh, I was thinking Vin Diesel and I was like, <laughs> you sound nothing like Vin Family. Diesel. <laughs> Family. Damn. My doppelganger is really hard to find, and if any one of you in the comments immediately say Cabbage Patch Doll, I'm gonna <laughs> fight you. Because I see it, we all see it, but we don't need to acknowledge it anymore. But I did recently find out, and this was via someone in Twitter, that I look like Kenan Thompson. <laughs> and um, it, it's, I, 
It's very true. If the editors could just bring up. You both got great cheeks, a great smile. It's I not the eyes. It. Don't look at the Don't eyes, the but eyes. it's the cheeks. The cheeks and the smile. The lips. We both have nose. I think we both have the same shade of skin. Keenan, if you're watching this, I would love some of that money. Uh, <laughs> just throw a little my way, please. Throw a little bit my way. Please, that show, you. I could be your stunt double. I can't move. I can't jump You're gonna like be a that. stunt double. I could be your stunt double in the show, Keenan. <laughs> and that is it for our episode of Big Question. So fun Here to be in, in person in, in a studio. It's so weird. I hope nobody's watching this and being like, I hate them in a studio. Put them <laughs> back on the little computer. No, you better love us in a studio because you're gonna get a ton more guys, of us in studio. Literally, you guys are gonna get us now. You're gonna get us in the break room that comes out tomorrow. The break room, break room? Yeah. The break room that comes out tomorrow uh, starring everybody here at New Rockstars. Yeah, yeah, be sure to tune into the break room. Mm. It's our new daily streaming show. Live from New Rockstars headquarters. It starts this week right here on our YouTube channel. Check us out live. Hop in that chat. Talk to us. We can't mm -hmm. wait to bring the show to you. We've been working real hard on it. And we're so excited to premiere it for you guys. Aww. And thank you, Brandon, for joining me Aww. on this episode. Follow him at Grin and Barrick. Follow me at Lulu underscore Clemens. Follow New Rockstars here on YouTube and on all social media platforms. Make sure to hit that not notification bell. Turn it on. Swipe right on us. Uh, oh, and also check us out on Tumblr. Yeah, that's right. We're it's on our Tumblr newest now. thing on Tumblr. And guess who's on that Tumblr? Me. And I know you, some of you guys are probably like, oh, man, I don't even have Tumblr anymore. Get back on Get it. it. Get, Get it. back on it. You just have to log in. Yeah. I still have like seven blogs <laughs> and now eight because of New Rockstars. It's great. You can ask me questions and I will answer them to my best degree. You can ask me <laughs> where Eric Voss is and I'll tell you. And you can also keep the conversation going on at our New Rockstars Discord. Yeah, check it out in the plus. comments. Click on the link. Join the Discord. Come say hi. Thanks for turning in, tuning in to Big Question. Check out Bye. NewRockstarsMerch.com. <laughs> Let's go water on the new set. Bye. Bye. <laughs>